Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. Monday, and you know what that means. Time for Talking Sports with Nick Jameson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we will talk with President of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame, David Hayes. IU men's basketball's non-conference schedule has been released. UCLA and USC have joined the Big Ten. And we will look ahead to the week around the state of Indiana. So let's talk sports. And we will start with IU men's basketball releasing the 2022 non-conference schedule. The Hoosiers will play exhibition games against IA Powers Marion University from Indianapolis on October 29th and St. Francis out of Fort Wayne on November 3rd. They kick off the regular season November 7th against Moorhead State. Host Bethune-Cookman, November 10th. November 18th, they are at Xavier in the Gavit Games. November 20th, they play Miami of Ohio at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. They will play Little Rock, November 23rd. Jackson State, November 25th. Host North Carolina, November 30th in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Have road games December 10th against Arizona, which will be in Las Vegas. December 17th, travel to Kansas. Host Elon December 20th and host Kennesaw State December 23rd. The remaining Big Ten schedule will be released at a later date along with times and TV designations. The landscape of college sports has shifted tremendously when the Big Ten announced that it has accepted the applications of USC and UCLA to join the conference in August of 2024. This is the latest round of conference realignment with Oklahoma and Texas set to join the SEC in 2025 and Houston, Cincinnati, Central Florida, and BYU set to join the Big 12 in 2023. The Big 10 is the first to go coast to coast with teams stretching from New Jersey now to LA and they have the three biggest markets in the country with New York City, with Rutgers, Northwestern in Chicago, and now the two Southern California powerhouses in the Big Ten. I don't know if I will ever get used to saying USC and UCLA play Indiana in conference games, but we've got two years to get used to it when the Trojans and the Bruins come to the Big Ten in 2024. The Indiana Cutter semi-pro football team lost to the Columbus Gladiators 40-19 Saturday night at Lancaster High School in Lancaster, Ohio. The Gladiators beat the Cutters 38-36 on June 4th in Martinsville to sweep the season series. Columbus is 5-0. The Cutters are 2-3 on the season and have a big stretch of games coming up, starting with the Southern Ohio Blaze this Saturday at Martinsville High School. At 6 o'clock, Isaiah Moore caught his fifth touchdown pass of the season from Kenny Martin early in the first quarter. Bloomington North grad Noah Ponce scored on a rushing touchdown, his first 
as a cutter, and Edgewood grad Trey Atkins added two big field goals for the cutters. Again, the Cutters 2-3 and three on the season, hosting the Southern Ohio Blaze this Saturday at Martinsville High School at 6 o'clock. That is a look at our top stories. When we come back, we will talk to Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame President David Hayes. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenginson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. This is Indiana University Senior Associate Athletic Director Jeremy Gray, and I listen to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. He is the president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. He is also the president of Comprehensive Financial Consultants, a big presenting sponsor for the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. David Hayes is my guest. David, it is a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Hey, Nick, no problem. Really super excited to be here. Well, we are counting down the days to July the 15th for the annual Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame banquet at the Monroe Convention Center. You have always had a hand in the banquet since it started in 2011. I am sure you and the board are looking forward to another great evening honoring all the best that has come out of Monroe County. Well, yeah, our company, Comprehensive Financial, have been the presenting sponsor for the first 12 years, believe it or not, of this event. And when they approached me, about the idea of having a local Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame, I was super jacked because, Nick, I'm thinking to myself, man, I was a pretty good high school athlete, MVP, all-conference, played a little college ball. Man, I might have a chance. Then the first year it came out, man, if you weren't a state champion, all-state, an Olympian, a professional athlete, you had no chance in hell of ever making it to the Hall of Fame. So I thought, well, I did what any logical person would do. I bought my way in. So here I am 12 years later. Not only still a presenting sponsor, but the uh, but the president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. Like the old adage, if you can't beat them, join them, right? If you can't beat them, join them. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a real pleasure and a, a great experience. And you're right, July 15th, this coming Friday, will be the 2022 induction class to the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. 
We have people like Trailblazers, the Title IX with Amy Crozier. We have Jerry Blackwell. We've reached out into, you know, softball and, and golf with Ike Martin. That's kind of a new thing for us. Obviously, two great coaches in Greer Warner at Splemington South and Bob Jones over at Edgewood Baseball. Al Gallo, what a contributor to the, to the Monroe County sports history. Many of his players during the big streak that Bloomington High School had where they had that 60-game winning streak, I really attribute Al as the mastermind behind that. Fred Huff, of course, gets all the credit, but it's Al Gallo who really created that. Claire Schaefer, my buddy Chris Lawson, he graduated the same year I did. We played AAU basketball together, and we were on the Patriots in 1978 and 79, Little League football team together. Of course, an Indiana All-Star went on to play at Indiana and Vandy and played in Europe forever. Jim Jackson, a great contributor, again, in sports history. Ron Brenninger. I mean, it's going to be a fantastic night. I am so jacked and excited. I am, too, because I've never missed one. I don't think you have either, right? Oh, no, I, I haven't missed any of them. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to be obviously on stage this go around because of the fact that I am the president. I have to MC a little bit. But, man, are we so lucky to have Joe Smith, of all people, to MC the event? You know, over 50 years in broadcasting is incredible. So, yeah, we're all just very, very jacked up and excited about what's to come. You mentioned someone like Chris Lawson. Obviously, I'm a little younger. I mean, Chris Lawson came to my elementary school to greet my class one of these times when he was in high school. It's amazing to go back and look at all these people, people that I've watched growing up, people that I'm friends with. I mean, there are people that I've personally know that have been inducted, people that my siblings have went to school with. And I'm sure for you, it's the same thing. And then the ones that are a little older, it's just great to always hear the stories about how much they've done to contribute and why they belong in this Hall of Fame. And I've known someone from every class, you know, uh, Jade Butcher in the original class, Dave Bowles, um, you know, you go, I mean, just go on and on and on. Every class, I have a personal connection with someone and usually multiple people in the class. But, you know, when your family has been in this area for over five generations like mine, you know, you're just deeply connected to many, many, many people. And yeah, this, this year's no different. I'll tell you a funny story about Chris. So Chris was big. Big kid. We were like eight, nine years old. He was like 5'11", but he had two left feet, man. He could not do anything. No athleticism at all. I grew quickly. In the seventh grade, I was like 5'10", 140. I played center on our AAU basketball team in front of Chris Lawson. So never give up on a kid because I studied my growth. I never grew anymore. Of course, Chris Lawson grew to 6'10", 6'11", and became, uh, at one point, I believe he was Monroe County's all-time leading scorer at one point. Uh, and then he became, of course, an athlete there at Indiana under Bob Knight and then later transferred to Vandy. But great guy, great dad, great father, lives over in Kansas. Uh, he's a drug rep now. And let's talk about Al Gallo. You mentioned the older, older guys. I've had the honor with Dan Grossman to go inform Al in person at his assisted living facility that he was being inducted into the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. You would have thought that I told him that Jesus Christ just came to earth and was taking him to heaven. I mean, he was that that excited. So that was enormous honor for me to do that. Well, then I found out that Al will turn 90 on the day after the banquet. So what a, what a great thing, you know, it's just so fabulous. And, and you know, the sponsors are, are outstanding. I mean, of course, my company, we've been in there forever, but we decided this year, Nick, in my leadership forum, was to spread out that presenting sponsors. So we went, we did a drive 10 for 25. So we wanted 10 presenting sponsors. 
all that would give $2,500 to the Hall of Fame to, again, upgrade the website. If you haven't seen the website, folks, go. It's fabulous. You can go there and check out who's getting inducted, their bios. You can see the student athletes. We want this Hall of Fame to live in perpetuity, and it's going to take money. You know, it's not cheap to run something like this. But the real cool, cool thing is a lot of the money will go back to these scholar athletes. Every year, we give scholarships to two athletes for a male and a female from every high school in our area. So Edgewood, Bloomington South, Bloomington North. And yes, they receive the money. But to me, if I was receiving that scholarship and to know that my photo and my bio would be forever enshrined on the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame website, that is pretty cool. So thank you to Blackwell Homes, the builders of Bloomington. I just talked to Kenny today. They, they have had their fingers in everything. Curry, I saw Kerry Curry at the Monroe County Fair bidding on livestock with me. What a great supporter of Monroe County. Jim Murphy over at CFC Properties. Again, a Green County boy that's done good, as they say, and uh, you know has always been a huge supporter of Monroe County. Of course, our company, Comprehensive Financial Consultants, deep-rooted in this community. Who's your choice? Property management. Local property management, family-owned. They treat your children like they treat their own which could be good, could be bad. And what, and to me, the best regional bank ever and the people here locally making decisions with Old National Bank, Scott Shishman, local president, and, and gosh, Cullen McCarty and Darby over at Smithville, how supportive have they been, right? You know those guys. I mean, the Eye the Center, I mean, that's an iconic place with Dan Grossman and that team of people. Uh, Danny was coached by Al Gallo. They're on board. And of course, Eric Powell, he's been supporting the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. He jumped in as a presenting sponsor as well. So we still have one spot remaining to fill as a presenting sponsor, and that will be it. But man, I'm just so proud that here I stand with all this great support in the community. And here we stand one week away, or less than a week away, as this will broadcast from having the, the 2022 induction ceremony of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. You mentioned the scholarships for one male and one female athlete from each of the three schools. I'm waiting for the day to see one of the scholar athletes enter as a Hall of Famer, and it's going to come soon. So explain what the requirements are for the Hall of Fame, because this is Monroe County. This is not always IU, although there's a lot of people that have IU connections that have been inducted. But again, they have a lot of roots here in Bloomington. Well, and I would encourage people to nominate someone. You know, the, the, the list is long and big and fat and clunky, and we're trying to kind of streamline that, even put some, uh, in my, I think next year um, we're going to do some AI, you know, some uh, artificial intelligence even in with some software to sort of put some parameters in to try to weed things out. But yeah, you have to be 30 years old, right? So the, the Hall of Fame is now 12 years old. And many of these athletes are, were like 18, right? So we're getting really close to some of the scholar athletes being eligible to be put into the Hall of Fame. And that's exactly, Nick, what I told this group when we did the ceremony. I said, I will guarantee you that someone who we've given a scholarship to will at some point be enshrined into the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. And we have a lot of very you know, well-known names that are becoming eligible you know, over the next years. I mean, Jordy Halls comes to mind, right? That's someone that needs to be nominated. We've got, uh, gosh, you just go on and on and on of these of these great athletes that went on to do fabulous things that certainly are well-deserving to be put into the hall. And I know we're missing people. That's what tears me apart. So those of you listening to this podcast, those of you, and I'll put a plea out, I'm going to have cards on every table at the event. You're going to love it. 
It's going to say, I'd like to support the hall as a sponsor or a friend of the hall. I want to nominate someone. I want to attend the golf outing next year. We, we are trying to make this a community. So we want engagement of the past inductees. We want to bring them together a fellowship, a fraternity of sorts, a sorority, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's going to be really a special day when I'm standing on that stage and I hear a name of a student athlete that I handed a check to, you know, 15 years ago be announced and inducted into the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. It actually puts a chill down my spine right now thinking about it, Nick. It is going to happen, and it's going to happen very soon because one thing that is true, David, we will not run out of people to put in this Hall of Fame for a long, long time. Well, you know, especially, you know, we, we focused on the big sports, right? You have football, basketball, um, we have wrestling. I mean, we have more. So Bloomington High School, has more individual state champions in wrestling than anywhere else in the state. It's by far. We have, it's an incredible list of people. Well, you haven't gotten all the state champions in yet, right? And we try to, I mean, to be frank, it's a little strategic when you start to think about who you're going to put in the hall. You could, you could induct 10 people that are deceased, right? That were, that were great from the 1950s. Well, if you do that, your bank was going to be empty. So you have to balance out uh, things. We want to make sure we have a good mix of females and males and different. We don't want to put in 10 wrestlers. We don't want to put in 10 basketball players. We want to have a variety of different sports represented. Bo Barzalaskas, remember that name? I mean, he's someone that was nominated and actually was selected to be in the Hall of Fame. We contacted them to say, would you like to be in the Hall of Fame? And that year, which just wasn't good for Bo. He had some stuff going on, and we're like, okay, Bo, well, you're still top of the list. Well, you know, there's so many things. I mean, just can you imagine all the people out there that just – you? I talk to people all the time, Nick, to say, oh, you don't know about this guy. He was the best quarterback ever played at Bloomington South that no one ever heard of. He did this, this, this. He was three-sport athlete. He was that. So I'm super excited about getting uh, Tyler Thompson, who's a an inductee in the Hall of Fame from a couple years ago. He's on the board. He's run, running the nomination committee. And we're going to tap into the brain trust that's out there to give us information about who these hidden gems are. Create a bio. Get them in the process. We're going to use some AI or some type of spreadsheet formula to circle through all these guys. So, you know, I'm certainly not even close to being worthy, as I joked about being in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, maybe someday they'll look back and say, you know what? He contributed enough to that. Maybe I'll be like, ow. Right. 89 years old, walking up on stage saying, man, I I did all I could do, folks, to contribute to the Monroe County sports environment. So thank God I finally made it in. And I'll probably have a funny story back then then to tell as well. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We come back more with David Hayes after this quick timeout. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MATT. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, 
Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and of course the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Hi, this is Bloomington's finest police officer, Kylie Jarrett, and I listen to Nick Jenkinson on South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, David Hayes, president of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. David, we were talking about, of course, Al Gallo is going to turn 90 the day after the banquet. Reminds me of when Ellettsville basketball coach John Holmes celebrated his birthday the day he got inducted. Is there a favorite memory that you have of all these banquets? Well, you know, you bring up a great point, and I am laser focused on if someone is deserving to get in and they're 85, 90 years old, let's get them in while they're still living because it's unusual that people live that long because it's, you know, it's important. Now it's good for the family. If you have a deceased person that gets put in, it's honoring the family. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's several uh, memories, touching memories like Manette last year, Manette, um, he, he got in and he died a few months before the banquet. They actually brought his like a letter jacket and placed it over a seat at their table. So he was present, you know, in spirit. I mean, that absolutely just ripped me apart. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. I, I just that was one of the mo- more memorable moments. And I think that was in was that in 2021, I believe, or 2022 that we had that going on. I think maybe I'm looking at the website now. I believe it could have been in 2020. But anyway, that was a memorable moment. They've all kind of blended together somewhat. Another one is just, uh, it was Russ Manette. And it was actually, uh, I always say his name wrong, even though I know the family well. That was in 19, I believe two-time state champion wrestler. And that was a real cool thing. But then the Grossmans, when the Grossmans go in, Danny Grossman, and then of course Rex goes in first and Danny second, and then Dobby Grossman. The first time we've had three family members in, I thought that was pretty darn cool. And especially how funny they were. You know, they might have hit the bar a little bit before they got up there to get their speech, but, you know, it was it was great. So, yeah, just just a lot of really cool moments. And you've been there every year to hear the stories about how they grew up. And I, I think this is the sad part about society today is if you think about all the people that grew up like in that Bryan Park area that have been inducted in the Hall of Fame, they all grew up together. They competed against each other. They made each other better. Right. And that's, was, that's so cool to hear the stories about the connectivity of all these inductees and then to think, OK, well, you don't really see kids out playing backyard football like you used to. You know, they're inside playing uh, Call of Duty or whatever. And that's just heart, you know, heartbreaking to me. But, you know, Nick, what's your most favorite moment? I mean, you you've certainly turned the interview on the interviewer. Right. So what's uh, what's some of your most favorite moments? Well, without question, it has to be Bill Mallory's speech because I wanted to go play for him. But, you know, it's like if he did the locker room with how passionate a speech. And it was like I was ready to go play oh, for I him that, through a wall. that day. Yeah. Oh, my I mean, gosh. Was, yeah. I was ready to run through incredible. a wall. It was I, incredible. I mean, for me, it's the people that I know. I mean, I grew up with several people. My siblings grew up with several different 
athletes and and I, I don't want to name them all because we take too long but right. that's the special moment is the people you know personally and, and people again that you see and and have gotten to meet in my adult life you know working with Dave Voles and and yeah. other people so those are my favorite memories uh, we've only got a few minutes left let's go through what the evening is going to consist of and are tickets still available well, that's a great question. Tickets as of right now. Now, this is we're recording this on a Friday, right before the banquet. As of right now, you can still go on and purchase a ticket. It's fifty dollars to attend if you are a non, uh, not in the Hall of Fame. If you're in the Hall of Fame, it's twenty five dollars and you can come. Monday, I think Sunday night's a cutoff. So after Monday, there really won't be any tickets available. But here's the thing, Nick. I'm not sure if any more people in. Last count, 236 people are going to be attending this, which is a record. So we'll start off the evening. We'll have a meet and greet that starts, I think, around 5 or 5.30 in the convention center upstairs, which is a great opportunity to meet and greet great inductees. Uh, we'll kick off the event around 6.30 with uh, just some announcements. We'll have dinner. And then around 7.30 is when we're going to start the induction process. So even when people are still kind of finishing up their desserts and things like that. And uh, we're going to start off with contributors first, athletes in the middle, and we will have the uh, the coaches at the end. I believe very first up is Al Gallo. So he's going to be the very first one inducted. And I am so super excited because I honestly, I you know, I, I, I when I talked to Al, when we talked back in the spring about him being inducted, I mean, he looks great. Uh, he's completely mobile and fine, you know, so it's really exciting that this is going to kick off the eating, evening with uh, good old Al. You talked to one of the coaches, Greer Warner. He's the, one of the co-founders, along with Lynn Hauser, of the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. Of course, some of the board members have been able to have been inducted, but it's not because of their board membership. It is because of what they've done for this community like joe smith bob hamill marcus debro i mean it the list goes on and on and we could spend so much time just talking about all the inductees but i am looking so forward to it it is always a great night it is always a fun night just remind the folks what the hall of fame website is yeah the easiest way honestly is just to google monroe county sports hall of fame because I just did that, it popped right up. Because when you get into the website, it's like MonroeCountySHOF.org. You know, who's going to remember that? But you can remember Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. Go in, please Google it, look at it. It is an incredible website. You can go look at every class from 2011 all the way through 2022. Uh, You can look at all the student athletes. You can see how you can become a contributor to the hall. You can become a sponsor. You can become a friend of the hall. So we have three levels of of engagement when it comes to financial support. Presenting sponsors, like I said, we have 10 for 25. We do have one remaining, uh, not for this year, but that would put them next year. We have contributing sponsors that are listed on there. They give $1,000 either in cash or in kind to the club or to the hall of fame. And then we have people we call friends of the hall. So if you're a friend of the hall, you've probably donated $500 or something in that range and become a friend of the hall. So yeah, lots of things you can do there. But yeah, certainly just Google Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. Boom, there it will be. And one thing we've got to mention, John Baker's memorabilia collection is worth it itself and how cool it is and how much stuff he has. And 
nobody will go away disappointed once they see all the stuff he has. Yeah, and that's one disappointment this year, Nick. Uh, John's been under the weather quite a bit. He's And uh, so we're going to have not as much memorabilia there as we normally do. We we'll certainly have the memorabilia of the inductees, and we'll have a few other things as well. But, yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to have that massive display that we normally have because you're right. That's worth the admission by itself just to comb through all that incredible memorabilia. But we're hoping next year because he'll be back on his feet uh, or he'll we'll be able to uh, pre-plan that a little bit better so that we're ready to rock and roll when the time comes. Well, David, I thank you very much for the time. Congratulations. I know the day is almost here and I know it's been a long road and I know that everybody can't wait to see a new class go into the Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame. Looking forward to it. And again, thank you very much for the time. I really appreciate it. And we'll definitely do this again soon. Thank you, Nick. Anytime. My thanks to David Hayes for being my guest this week. The Monroe County Sports Hall of Fame Banquet is Friday with a meet and greet at 5 o'clock, which is open to the public. A reception at 6. The buffet is at 6.45 and the awards start at 7.30 p.m. Well, around the state of Indiana this coming week, the Indianapolis Indians are in Columbus for a six-game series starting tomorrow through Sunday. The Indiana Fever hosts Connecticut Wednesday at noon, hosts Minnesota Friday at 7 on CBS Sports Network, and then travel to Seattle Sunday, 6 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. The Bloomington Speedway will be in action this Friday. The Indy 11 are at the New York Red Bulls 2, 7 o'clock on Friday. And the Bloomington City Golf Tournament is this Saturday and Sunday at the Cascades Golf Course on the Corey and Pine Courses. Also, congratulations to the Indy 11 women's soccer team in their first season in the United Soccer Women's League. The 11 win the Great Lakes Division Championship and finish with a 10-0-2 and two record. And they will start their playoffs this week on Wednesday. But matchup and opponent and time have not been announced yet. But check the Indy 11 social media pages for the latest information. Thank you for joining us this evening and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.